Well, hello, beloveds. I'm back with another verse that I pray will help strengthen your spiritual life. And it's coming from Psalm 32 and 8. And it says, I will instruct you and show you the way to go. With my eye on you, I will give counsel. This is a song that David has written to celebrate the forgiveness of God. It is a penitential psalm dealing with penitence and repentance, but David is joyful when he speaks about God's forgiveness. As the king, he's praising God for forgiveness of sin, and yet he's also warning others not to refuse to go to God and ask for forgiveness. In the first verse of this psalm, it says, how happy is the man whose transgression is forgiven. <laughs> this same verse is cited by Paul in Romans, the fourth chapter, the sixth through the eighth verse, because it is a joyous thing to be forgiven, to know that you are cleansed from your sins. And I don't mean just the ones that you commit before you come to him, but even those we commit after walking out our faith walk in the Lord because we don't dot every I and cross every T every day. And we need God's forgiveness. And God understands that. And David is celebrating and warning the others not to refuse to go to God and encouraging them when you do wrong, when you sin, when you fall short. Don't hide from God because God forgives. He's so gracious about forgiveness that he cleanses us and washes us from our transgressions. It's in 1 John, uh, the first chapter, the ninth verse, it also states, if we confess our sins, he, the Lord, is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and purify us or cleanse us from all unrighteousness. My Lord, that means we can have peace with God. That means when we've failed, when we've come short, when we've been disobedient, when we haven't followed his will, if we will repent, if we will really not just be remorseful, but have that desire and ask for God to help us to have that desire to not be disobedient, to not go against what he would have us to do, that we can have peace with God and that we can celebrate and be joyous and be glad, but have a mindset that says, I don't want to continue to do this. We don't want to continue in sin. We want to change. We want to cease from doing that because it really just gives the enemy power over us when we live in sin. When there are things that the enemy knows about us, about our past, and not just him, we know about our own past. We, uh, others, family members, friends, people know about maybe many of the shameful things that may have happened in our life. But you know what David is saying? That what the Lord forgives, he forgets it all. He casts our sins as far as the east is from the west. He cleanses us from our own transgressions, our sins. And so we can rejoice in that as David is rejoicing. And who knew better than David? David, one of the things he did, he failed God on numerous occasions. He uh, desired Bathsheba, who was married to Uriah, one of his head soldiers in the army, and had him killed because he wanted to cover his own sins. But David, when he really uh, came to himself and was convicted of his sins, he fell in on God's mercy. 
And while, yes, God chastised them, there was punishment, but there was also restoration. And that's the beautiful thing. So it doesn't matter who knows what we've done, what we've done. You know, if we are sincere or in heart, if we sincerely seek God for forgiveness, he is righteous and he is faithful to forgive us of our sins. Wow. David really encourages and warns others not to refuse to repent, not to refuse to go and ask for forgiveness, to humble ourselves and to fall on God's mercy because his mercy is, his mercies as the scriptures say are renewed every morning and his long suffering kindnesses to us if we would repent and we could have the peace of God uh, and rejoice like David to know that our sins have been forgiven. Oh, because the account has been cleared when God forgives, it doesn't matter who points to them. God remembers them no more. There is no record. He wipes the slate clean. He wipes the record and makes it uh, that no one else can even point a finger anymore because we've been cleansed. When we have truly repented and we have, you know, we may have to fight for that desire to, to discontinue doing the things that separate you know, our, our hearts from God that continue to build up and we can become cold in the Lord. We can become cold toward the Lord. But if we, we would repent, repentance is such a gift and it's such a blessing. So as the psalmist encourages us and warns us to always go to God, to run to him and fall on his mercy, and we can have that forgiveness that makes us want to celebrate and rejoice in the Lord. You know, in the Old Testament, the New Testament, when a person truly repents and confesses sin, the Lord forgives because he has promised to do so in Psalm 103, the 8th through the 12th verse, and again, the 130th Psalm in the 4th verse. So the Lord says, I will instruct you. Isn't that a wonderful thing? And he said, and my eye will be upon you. This is a wonderful thing that he says in this verse. He said, and I will watch over you to instruct you that we can get good counsel from the Lord. We can get good instruction that the Lord will really speak to our hearts and give us direction and guide us in the way that we should go. We look to other people and ask other people to help us. But if we would ask the Lord, as the scripture says, if we would acknowledge him in all our ways, he really will direct our path. So I pray that this verse will be added to the many verses that you're uh, putting in your heart that you might walk upright before the Lord and not sin against him. But if you do, you can run to his mercy and he will forgive you. I pray that you will be blessed by this. God bless you.